So we're going to talk about The Boys Season 2. We all watched it. We got it done. Season finale was like yesterday. Or not season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, season yep. finale. I guess we'll just go over it. Like, what What did you guys think as far as the season as a whole? Um, I watched both seasons back to back in about four days. And oh my gosh. It's... Um, Have you not seen season one or did you rewatch it? No, I haven't seen season one. Oh. Wow. Until cool. now. And it's uh, season two is, is better structured. Both seasons, I feel like that the episode's gone just a little bit too long. Yeah, that's but true. It's it's small, nitpicky stuff like that. I really liked it. How about you, Josh? I felt like, um, I guess two things. I didn't like season two as much as season one. Part of it is, uh, and the season one, man, Huey is such an awesome character. And Jack Quaid just nails mm. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Carl Urban is amazing <laughs> yeah. yeah the butcher so good and of course anthony Starr is terrifying as homelander he um is. and then season two i felt like um huey was just kind of a plot device he was poorly used in season two underused i agree uh, with that yeah mm-hmm. um and butcher was when he first shows up the first like two episodes and he like goes through the whale and stuff like that like it's awesome <laughs> uh, but then he just gets darker and uh, not as funny and there was just season two is good don't get me wrong but it's just so much heavier yeah it uh, is. i felt in season one i mean it's a heavy show I also didn't like the week to week thing. Like some shows I'm okay with that, but this show needs to be binged because a lot of it's kind of like pulling off a bandaid. <laughs> like it's yeah. kind of a hard watch sometimes. And uh, just waiting week to week, I found myself just watching it to get it done, but not like caring as much because characters like Huey and like the character, the likable ones aren't around as much. So yeah, that's my thought. No, I agree with you. Absolutely. I, I liked it better when I could binge it all the way through for two reasons. Reason uh, number one, which is the most important reason. It's really hard for me to remember what happened last week. Uh, <laughs> reason number Number two is like you said, like I think it helps with the momentum. And then there's some there's some tough scenes. They really like push like boundaries, um, oh, yeah. and they just get grosser and grosser. <laughs> and I think it, I, I think I can do better if I'm moving constantly rather than like okay, what what are they gonna do this week? That's gonna really oh instead of dwelling on it. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'd rather just fly through it. I mean, that's why I waited. Yeah. I, I I hate it when it's week to week shows. So I just usually you know I'll catch up a couple weeks down the road, right? So I can at least watch a good chunk of it at a time. That's why I haven't started Fargo yet, right? Um, okay. although it's only what two or three episodes in. Yeah, we're three. On the third, yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that does take the fun out of it because when it's like uh, Netflix and they release the whole season at once, maybe there's a gap between seasons. So that first episode, your brain is trying to catch up. Okay, so I remember this happening, this happening, this happening. Right. But your brain has to do that every week if it's a weekly right. show. Yeah. So yeah. I, I get it. And that's why I just, I'd rather binge. Um, right. The gross stuff, honestly, James, you kept comparing this to Preacher. It was the same, the comic was the same writer as Preacher. There we go. Preacher goes way, like, balls to the wall crazy. I was I was waiting for a lot more stuff I like thought, that with the boys. I thought the... I thought there's some parts like the whale. The whale was pretty gruesome. The the head squishing. The head squishing <laughs> <laughs> comes pretty close. But you're right, preacher, preacher. But they've got more seasons on these guys. I think they're gonna get there. I mean, I mean, just overall, preacher. I think has more of a anarchy base. Oh, true. Um, storyline and kind of attitude behind it. Mm-hmm. And the boys is a little more corporate because it's. Be- is trying to show the corporate side of if superheroes were real, right? They would be run like a company, right? Right. So right. I kind of understand that, but yeah, there was some gross out moments in this season, and I was just really <laughs> like, I, I kind of wanted them to top something that was done in Preacher. I think right. they're going to. I, mean, I hope the whale was pretty nasty, though. I mean, that was that was that was up there with Preacher grossness, and then uh, I would say the length that they went to. I don't want to give it away yet, but in some of the uh, the way characters' lives were ended. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But but not major characters. No, mostly. not major characters. Um, I wanted to point out what you said, Josh, about Huey. I completely agree. But there was uh, not giving away spoilers yet. But there was a point in the final episode where that yeah. stupid Billy Joel song starts playing. I, yes. I, I'm not a fan of Billy Joel. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So I apologize ahead of time. But the song is what only the good die young. Yes. And yeah. it's playing when Huey and yeah. uh, um, Starlight is in the car. 
And yeah. I'm like, okay, one of them's gonna die. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like right. they were you know, foretelling that. Credits too. Yeah. So I was waiting yeah. for one of them to die, and Huey barely did anything this season. Well, doesn't he also hear that song or on the yacht too? When they're like, oh, it was a different one. It was, oh, yeah. it was a different one. Oh my bad. Several, my bad. Yeah. But um, too much Billy Joel. Well, doesn't it end up like reflecting? He ends up reflecting about his mom, and that's what it's really about. <laughs> That's why Something. he listens to Billy Joel, yes. Yeah. But yeah. that particular yeah. song, they didn't focus on that. So oh, I was like, okay, okay maybe it's right. an Easter egg for later, yeah, a, right. a callback or something. But no. Nothing. So since you haven't watched it until just now, um, do you know the connection with Simon Pegg to the comic? No. Robert? No. So the reason Simon Pegg is in season one as Huey's dad is the comic actually, the character of Huey is based on Simon Pegg. Like. <laughs> Like, if you look at the comic, hmm. it's a drawing of Simon Pegg. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So, like, but at the point when they made the TV show, he was too old for it. Yeah. Um, and they didn't really ask his permission for the comic book. Oh. But he loved it. He, I mean. Oh, that's good. He's just such a super fan of everything, you know, like, and he loved the idea of, you know, them making a comic book character after him. And so, yeah, he was, he jumped at the part to be his, his dad for the show, which is so cool. That is cool. Uh, but yeah. Huey is, like, the main guy. And this, in this episode, this season, it was like like the one part when they're like he's knocked out and they're like starlight and butcher are talking about him. oh he's just he's the best of us and he's we're not worth him and i'm just like he's just a plot point he <laughs> like he's, not he's just a guy <laughs> i i was hoping that they would go down the road that he would get darker as the episodes went along because I he killed him to What's, be that canary. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it would make him a more interesting character if they made him darker and darker. Like right. he accidentally, kind of accidentally, kills a superhero in the first season. <laughs> That's right. And then he yes. like builds his way up to like actively killing superheroes. Yeah. Yep. And he right. didn't really. Yeah. He didn't really do much. He didn't get that far. Yeah, I'm with you. And and, and Jack Quaid was just so good because I was really reluctant. Like, what I love Simon Pegg, and when I'm like. Why can't Simon Pegg just be the part? But Jack Quaid just stole it. Like, he was so good in season one. But yeah, Darker, I think, would have been good. Except, yeah. as I said, I felt like Butcher went too dark this season. I wasn't enjoying him as much. I mean, he's still so enjoyable. Carl Urban is just great. <laughs> Such a good part. Is it is it Queen Maeve that calls um, uh, Huey Twig? Yeah. No, no, Twink. Oh, is it Twink? Oh, twink. I thought she called him Twig. I thought Twig was a great name. <laughs> no, Twink. <laughs> twink. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> Which I guess we should bring up her that's character. Mm-hmm. So she yeah. always kind of played a backseat to the to other superheroes between both seasons. Mm-hmm. But I am kind of glad that she got caught in this. <laughs> My printer's printing. <laughs> You're getting a fax? I, I don't get faxes. Oh, that's something I printed like eight hours ago. <laughs> Thanks, printer. It was shaking the desk. I was like, I'm what so the sorry. heck? <laughs> Continue, please. Uh, but, but Queen Maeve, it was interesting that they forcibly ousted her character as gay. She's not even gay. She's bisexual. And then that turns into a whole corporate identity, too. Like a problem. They're like, well, yeah. no, we need you to be. And she's like, no, screw you guys. Um, and then she's, is she the one that's getting dirt on everybody? Spoiler alert. Well, uh, I can't, I can't remember. Well, no, no the, the boys, Huey and the boys are trying to get dirt. She just is like, hey, I'm not going to help you do that. Oh, okay. She has the, the video footage of her and Homelander on the plane from last season. Right. Which was yeah. messed up. Yeah. Man, that was messed up. Yeah. No, you're thinking of something else down the line. Okay. Okay. We'll get to that. There's another soup. Um, what, what I think this season did better is what I was waiting for in season one was more world building. Mm-hmm. And it, it tried to keep it pretty contained to just a few characters. Like you, you get like a glimpse of some of the superheroes. You don't really know about them, though. Right. And season two did mm-hmm. a much better job of fleshing out some of these characters or some of these circumstances and history more about the Vought company. I really, mm-hmm. I enjoyed that they did that. Cause I was worried that they were just going to keep it so minimal in such a small world. Well, and I keep thinking, wow, if these are the superheroes, how awful are the villains? Yeah. That's what I keep thinking. I'm like, Oh man, I don't know anything about this comic. So, well, I think at times, well, yeah, maybe in the, in the comic, uh, I think the villains that they claim are villains really aren't always villains. I see. Like, so it's like, you know, it's, it's like just, inversed. Everybody's in yeah, kind of a gray area. Guard, the, villain. the villains might be trying to stop the good guys, the vice versa. Yeah, that makes sense. 
And I was reading, I was reading about season three or whatever, and apparently, um, they're, you know, they obviously they keep tight-lipped about it, but um, it looks like Homelander might kind of step into full-on homicidal maniac, like, you know, not just put on a good face. Um, so I think he needs to. Like, <clears throat> he kind of got, even he was a little stunted, not as much as Huey, um, but he had to hold back because of the whole, like, Stormfront, you know, playing mm-hmm. a major role. Yeah. So I think go back to being the main terrifying villain. I think, yeah. I think you're right. I think he, we're going to see him finally cross that line. And I think the world's going to see how he really is. And it's going to be terrifying. Absolutely. Terrifying. Yeah. I mean, he's I, such a good actor. That yeah. Guy. I oh, can yeah. I can see Stormfront being the catalyst for that though. That's true. Oh yeah, I can see I, that because it's just it's the same stuff that he believes in. It's just a different name for it, which is Nazi. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so much. I mean, it just takes one little extra step over the edge because he's already over the edge. He is, man. So yeah, I agree with that. I mean, that would be cool. That daydream yeah. that he had in front of the the protesters. Oh, yeah. I was oh, like, oh, I hope that this is real. And of course it wasn't. It wasn't. I know. <laughs> right. Yeah, I thought it was real. And I was like, oh, my gosh. How gross, uh, though. Let's, can we please visit the nastiness that went on between him and the bald, fat shapeshifter? <laughs> that was like the most disturbing, like most uncomfortable scene I think I've ever watched. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, gosh. No, I was so glad that they brought him back because it was just a quick little thing in season one. Right. And I was like, oh, there's got to be like, you know, (laughs) because they're going with a lot of the basic um, superhero powers. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, there's got to be a changeling. Then they showed him for a little bit in the first season. It's like, oh, that's genius how they used it. And then it's a good way for kind of therapy (laughs) for Homelander, but it didn't really work. It was still disgusting. And, and yeah. I mean, just here I thought for a second, like, oh, wow, maybe he didn't kill Elizabeth Shue. Oh, he absolutely Maybe did. they faked it, you know? Oh, yeah. And then, no. How can no. you fake a face melting? Dude, I don't know. Like, maybe <laughs> right. that's her power. <laughs> no, I knew, I knew she wasn't real, but I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad they brought her back for, like, one episode, because she did a great job. Like, she, she was did. I liked her in season one. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was awful. <laughs> So we were talking horrible. earlier, James and I, about likable characters. Um, you, and you said, James, that you couldn't think of anybody else that was likable. I do like um, Frenchie and the, the girl. What's her name? Like, Kimiko. Kimiko, yeah. I like that that storyline. Yeah. They have like a little like sweet romance going on. Yeah. And yeah, but then she's she's kind of dark too. <laughs> well, and then they, like, I guess we're not doing spoilers. I was surprised. At, Maybe we uh, could just say spoilers now. Okay. Go ahead. There you go. I was surprised that um, she survived. Like I, I know. I, I'm glad she did. Me too. That but was shocking. Apparently, she has a power that she doesn't. That I don't. I mean, was that covered in season one? What Robert? I don't remember. Yeah. Wasn't there a scene it, where she fell off onto a truck and we were like, "Whoa, she's dead!" And then she like formed her spine back. No, no, no. It was she had a fight with Black Noir. Is that what it was? Okay. Okay. <laughs> the Black. She Noir. got like cut in half, and oh then she just like started healing from it. That's right. That's right. Oh, so I don't remember that. Yeah. Okay. But Black Noir, by the way, though. He cracks me up. He, yeah. He, he. How? How can you do that? And then his. Did he die from those peanuts? <laughs> that was no. so funny, actually. <laughs> she just takes walnuts or almonds or something, That's shoves so it in his funny. mouth, and then he's it's like so dying. Funny. They said that he might have um uh, mental issues from it because i guess he had like a really bad reaction allergic reaction and nobody got to him in time so he has brain damage (laughs) but then mave says like but we don't know like how he was in the first place (laughs) so black noir is hilarious it's so Uh, weird because he's completely silent and he's he's still one of the funniest people yeah he's good at his yeah Um, his body motions and everything i'll say i've read some people don't like the deep storyline i think the deep is funny he cracks me up i thought um, that was good <laughs> i did I too like, actually i feel like they should have just killed off um a train at the end of season one i don't like that they brought him back no i i, I could have just the deep yeah like, you know i kind of like the competition between the deep and a train because the deep's trying to reform and it's not genuine at all it's not at all <laughs> he's he's drinking the fresca or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> It's so funny. But A Train isn't trying at all. Like, yeah. That's, and A Train's yeah. totally beating him at it. <laughs> yeah. 
like that's that's what bothers me about uh, the end of season one is um, Huey had his chance for revenge. Oh, totally, and he didn't take it. A Train had one of his legs shattered, and he's yeah. just writhing there. It's like it could take just five seconds. Just grab that crowbar and smash in his head, and he's done. done. You don't have to worry about him. Yep. He's not this ongoing threat for him, for Starlight, for anybody. Yeah. But they kept him, and he redeemed himself a little bit, so he had something to do. Right. But yeah, I find the deep stuff more interesting. Yeah, me too. It cracks me up. Yeah, it's yeah. hilarious. I, yeah, I feel like they've got a bigger story for him. Yeah. Like, which I thought they would get to at the end of this season, but they didn't. Um, like, why do they keep his storyline going? I mean, I'm glad they do. I think he's funny, and the actor Chase Crawford nails it. But yeah, if there's never any payoff, I think it's still okay because it's been funny. But I feel like there's got to be some kind of payoff with him. Well, he's got to get over these inaccuracies about his gills, and you know. <laughs> oh, that was great. That <laughs> was awful. great. Props to Patton Oswalt. <laughs> That was great. Oh yeah, jeez, oh, <laughs> that was awesome. Um, one character uh, other than Huey, the other character I think that was the most unnecessary was <laughs> MM. Oh, I love his name though, Mother's Milk. Mother's Milk. Mother's what Milk. Is that but once again, he didn't do anything, and it seemed like he was just out of character for half of the season. Yeah, yeah. Like he kept saying about how he kept telling Butcher how Huey's Butcher's canary, but yet Mother's Milk does the same stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's yeah, really... M.M. Is, is basically just a tougher Huey. He really is, uh-huh. yeah. I yeah. would say hypocrite, but yeah. I don't necessarily dislike him because, I mean, he's not like a jerk. He... You know he's one of the more grounded guys, but he he seems unnecessary. I'll say that for sure. That's that's the proper word for yeah. it. Yeah, and he's definitely. I feel like he's a completely different character than what we saw in first season. Mm-hmm. You know, because he really just was a family man. He didn't want to get back in this. Right. And then all you know, part of the first part of the second season, he still kind of maintained that a little bit, and then it just kind of goes away. Like you forget about his daughter until the end. Oh yeah, he right. has a daughter. That's well. Wait a minute. Well, he I, was, I forgot about him. He was this like gentle. <laughs> he was this gentle giant though in the first season right because he cared about his family and then the second season he's just a jerk because his family's gone right and then he kind of he does a few things here and there he doesn't do it much and then uh he decides that he's gonna take uh becca and the kid in that in the final episode i'm like okay they're gonna they're gonna kill him off they're gonna have him do something so that means he's finally going to get killed off because he's finally doing something. Right. Nope. 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 So, I don't know. <laughs> it's just they, they have to figure out what to do with him. I think they don't know. They yeah. don't have a clear path for him. And he's not well, the one keeping the team together. I feel like like the end of end of season two felt like they tried to give you some closure by exon. But we're doing spoilers by Sorry. exonerating the boys. Right. That it felt like it. It just feels so hopeless. The whole situation. Oh, it did. Uh, yeah. And and I, I, until Homelander's gone, like I feel like you're never gonna get full closure. And and so the exoneration right. just felt empty to me. Uh, like. How are they exonerated? Like, how did that get happen? Like, well, it, it it it's weird because it's only temporary. I mean, here you had the Powerpuff Girls, you know, going off on, <laughs> um, <laughs> on uh, Stormfront, and they didn't kill her. They just gave her a good beating and made her run away. But then you've got yeah. this like Homelander's kid who like burns her in half, or well, burns her like Anakin style. Uh, you know, right. it was yeah. like the Anakin roast. I was waiting for them to go that far <laughs> to give her a freaking Darth Vader costume. I was yeah, like, don't do it. Don't I, do that's it, what I thought it. was going to happen. I had like flashbacks. Um, but anyway, but in the, but how did he cut his mom's throat that way? Or did she cut her, his mom's throat? I, I, I didn't quite no, catch that. No, he did it. So he burned his mom's throat open? But by accident. <laughs> yeah. Does that make any sense to anybody? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I get it. Yeah. Because he, he doesn't, he's never used his powers. Oh, okay. So right. he's but just kind of haphazardly she, like shooting. But she's not burned. That's what freaked me out. Like here, the legs and arms are missing on this ex-Nazi stormfront, but then mom's throat's not burned, but cut open. So I was like confused. I'm like, oh, did she slice it open? And then her arms got burned. It just kind of sliced open. And if you would have seen the wound, it would have been had like burns, burns to it. But okay. yeah. um, sorry, I'm being nitpicky on this. I was just no, it's fine. Yeah, there was confusion. Yeah, I knew, and I knew Becca had to die. Like, yeah. you know, I don't think they're going to kill any of the main people yet. Um, she was the perfect one to go, and um, which is sad, but, I mean. It, it would have been her or Billy Butcher, Billy Butcher is the way yeah. I see it. Because yep, you can't right. have a complete family like that and have everything be hunky-dory. Right. I mean, we got enough of, like, 
of we got enough of a happy ending as it was anyway right there was still i was waiting for the other shoe to drop the whole i mean it was like 10 minutes of like everything's everything's resolved now everything's great i'm like yeah what's gonna happen to make this all go to crap again right because right. they're yeah the exoneration was just too easy like oh everything's wiped clear right. and we're starting a division in the government for you I'm like yeah that was well and, and the head popper was a nice I didn't realize yeah. that was the head popper. I had like yeah. no clue. Oh, that was a good choice. I didn't see it coming. Yeah. So that was, I was really pleased with that. Um, that I thought nice it was reveal. That was my guess. You thought it was who? The church of the collective guy. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought it was Edgar. That uh, would have been cool too. Until his head popped. Who do you think it was Robert? <laughs> I thought it was, uh, Edgar, Edgar. uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, right, right. That would have been cool too. Yeah. And they kind of, kind of hinted that it was him in a way. He's always a bad guy. Though. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's a nice um, change up. It's weird because I watched a movie in between season one and two with him in it, and he's not a bad guy. He's just like a goofy, like crazy person. Was it a Spike Lee movie? No, no, it's um, Unpregnant. Oh, okay. The movie oh. on HBO Max, and it's it's pretty yeah. good. And he pops up randomly in there. I'm like, what the heck? Oh, awesome! <laughs> I I know Giancarlo Esposito, and then oh, yeah. he shows up in this in the end of the first season. I'm like, what the heck? He's the just first everywhere. Thing I remember seeing him in was usual suspects oh um, yeah and he stood out to me for some reason and then i mean he's in a bunch of old spike lee movies actually i just watched uh uh back in june i think i watched do the right thing for the first time mm-hmm. and he's in that and yeah. uh and so yeah i mean that was his his persona was very different back then it wasn't until breaking bad that he became this villain and now he's you know better call saul and mandalorian and this and <laughs> just the same character but he plays it so well that you're okay with it like yeah just just keep being this terrible bad guy who has like who's calm but yet has a nasty side yeah uh, he even did um oh gosh was it second season of westworld he played a oh, little yeah. role in that yeah he did have a little it was role. like one episode which mm-hmm. was I, mean, I wanted more but, yeah me yeah. too they don't know what to do with westworld no. i gave up on that yeah <laughs> um you know i kind of like that it went so political this season like you see it from the the guy on the ground's perspective at the beginning of i think episode six or seven where you're just being fed all this crap (laughs) from the superheroes pro superheroes anti-superhero people um and the the guy just goes crazy that's a fat neil from community by the way right um if you listeners ever watched that i it drove me nuts because he's slimmed down i'm like who is this guy? This looks familiar. But like, it's a, I mean, you think right now reality is a scary world to live in. Just imagine like superheroes on top of everything. Taking the next level. Yeah. yeah. Scripting. Yeah. Oh gosh. And the staging, all the staging and filming. It was just, it makes you sick. It makes you really sick. And then you realize, oh wait, we do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a mess. Oh boy. We have the superhero paranoia. Like it's just, it's wild. And yeah. I can't believe that, I mean, you have people, bad people on both sides of it, but I can't believe that most people just went along with it. Right. Like, they're yep. making uh, another, like, Marvel-esque, Marvel Studios-esque, like, movie during most of the season, the mm-hmm. superheroes. And they said before, like, oh, the last one grossed, like, $1.7 It's just, it's a money machine kind of stuff, yeah. which tells you that people are falling for it. And you see advertisements everywhere. Yep. Oh, yeah. For these superheroes that you've seen do awful, awful things, and they're right. and they're they're just playing the part and falling in line, and and some of them aren't happy with their script or demanding rewrites. Got this entitlement thing, yeah. And then <clears throat> one of the scenes that really like kind of shocked me was when he when Homelander and um, Storm uh, Stormfront uh, kidnapped the the son. What's the son's name? Ryan. <laughs> yeah. And they yeah. kidnap Ryan, and then they take him to like the mall or whatever, and then they completely ignore him while they sign autographs and take photos. Right. There you go. And then you're just like, "Yep, I could see that." It kind of made me think about celebrities' kids. Well, uh, exactly. Be, you yeah. know, if both your parents were a celebrity, and like, I could see like, "Oh, okay, I could see why celebrities' kids might have it yeah. way rough." <laughs> but in in this world, it's not just celebrity status; it's celebrity status, hero status, and. I mean, you're seen above government. Right, right. Yeah. You're seen above God, basically, because, <clears throat> yeah. you know, that's they're how like, you're marketed. They're like demigods. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's, I'm glad superheroes aren't real. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, I really liked. So, I mean, I love Endgame. Um, and I'm all for um, equality with women. It's not like a bad thing at all. But I, I mentioned, I think, when we talked about Endgame, how I thought it was a little cheesy that one scene during the war at the end where it, like, shows all the women teaming up like they all left all their fights just to team yeah up at it, once it was just kind of cheesy how they did it like i'm i actually loved it in infinity war when it was the women versus uh proxima midnight like that was a cool like that didn't feel forced or cheesy yeah and you knew what they were doing but i was cool with that and i like how the boys season two kind of spoofed that the girls get it done yep <laughs> uh, when they were making the movie yeah. now when the girls were beating up stormfront at the end of season two um I wish they wouldn't have, like Frenchie said, girls really do get it done, you know? Like, right. <laughs> I wish it would have just been like, you don't actually have to say it. Like, right, I mean, right. I exactly what just they show doing. it. I said, I said it to myself even before Frenchie said it. I go, oh, girls get it done, you know? Right. Uh, I think it would have been a smarter joke with not actually having to say it. Does that make sense? Oh, no, it's, I got gotcha. you. It's too on the nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. too on the nose, yeah. And, and you're right, right about Endgame. Like, that's where they pushed it just a little too much, where they could yeah. have had it happen more organically, but. Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh, what else happened this season? There's a lot of hiding out. There um, was a ton of hiding out. It was almost yeah. exhausting. I'm like, are they ever going to be able to go? How are they going out in the daytime anyway? Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> oh, they they found accidentally found Kimiko's brother. That's right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So not for long though. Not for long. No. Thanks, Freaking... Stormfront. You're racist. Yeah. She, not only a racist, <laughs> but she's an eraser. She just kills everybody. Yeah. <laughs> That was that was like one of the mess, most messed up parts for me. Is she's going through that apartment complex and she just sees black guys and she's just murdering them <laughs> yes. in front of their families. I'm like, wow. Yeah, for no reason. And wow, uh, she can. Yeah. Yeah. Because she can. Because she yeah. used to have dinner with Hitler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Oh man. Oh gosh. She's a good actress though, because she made me hate her. I, I just didn't like her the whole season. Her, her and her edgy haircut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Oh, gosh. Um, speaking of world building, that was awesome that they finally showed Lamplighter. Yes. Oh. Yes. That um, was awesome. I wish, I wish he'd still around. I wish he didn't. I think it's so funny that... Wasn't he Iceman? Mm-hmm. He was. I just love that, that he no, was Iceman in the X-Men universe. <laughs> no, I love that too. Lamplighter. That should be funny. Yeah. Just so funny. That whole, that whole, um, I'm going to bring you, you know, the, the whole ploy of him bringing, uh, Huey in there to save, um, Annie, or what does she call her superhero self? Starlight. Starlight. That was just hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it was gross, but it was hilarious. Cause you're just like, oh man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like the worst thing that could happen. But that, I'm, I'm kind of glad that they did that because it differentiated it just enough. I was like, Okay, well, they have a guest star for a reason for a couple episodes, mm-hmm. and it yeah. can't last too long. And I thought the same thing with Haley Joe Osment in the first season. I was like, okay, he's gonna he's climbing up this building to kill himself. <laughs> right. He's gonna kill himself, and he doesn't. No. So it tricks you then, and then this guy is like, okay, he actually is gonna testify. He's playing right. ball. Yep. And he's the one that kills himself. Yeah, that was such a shock. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought that just, was well done. And just a little shout out for Haley Joel Osment with making guest appearances like on The Boys and then Topher on uh, Oh yeah. What we do in the shadows. shadows. Like, yeah. you know, just good for him. You know, I know he's had kind of a rough time after Sixth Sense and he's nailing these little these small parts. I enjoyed him in both of these series. Uh Topher. He's so funny. <laughs> oh, and Silicon Valley. Yeah, Silicon Valley too. Yeah, yeah. he was great. He popped up in there too. Yeah. But yeah, shout outs to Sean Ashmore. Man. When he yeah. gets a role where they actually let him talk. Wow. <laughs> he does pretty good. I knew. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Oh, what else did we have? Oh, my gosh. The beginning of the season where they have um, oh, that poor blind guy, Blind Spot. Oh, oh yes. They're trying to recruit for the seven. Oh, I know. That was awful. That was so Homelander, horrible. you so much jerk. Blood. Oh, gosh. <laughs> He was just writhing around in this pool of blood. <laughs> it's just <laughs> wrong. It it's just totally like it's you know it's Daredevil's such an awesome character, but it's right. such a, like a shout out to him. Like it's like a like an fu to him because Homelander's just like boom, it's over. Well, <laughs> and, and it makes sense later. I mean, Homelander kind of did him a favor or did the team a favor because later when they use that sound device, 
to yeah. um you know uh distract homelander and the poor kids going nuts it's like it's like yeah. they have super hearing it's like a it's like a weakness right so it's it's interesting that, that they actually kind of show you maybe that's why he did what he did <laughs> if that if that guy was there yeah no his head would have exploded yeah. from the sound right that is true so it's kind of interesting <laughs> yeah. yeah but yeah see you see what i mean guys like they say eight episodes which is not that long of a season Mm-mm. but it's the episodes being an hour long each like I think we kind of already covered everything plot-wise that happened. Right, right. So it's it's stretching out the plot to the hour-long mark, mm-hmm. right. which I don't think is really necessary in some of this. No. Uh, yeah, take a take a. I like shows like Maniac when Maniac was on. Yeah. Uh, it was only one season, but like some of the episodes were an hour. Some of them were like thirty minutes. Like it was yeah. just they they took the time they needed. Yeah. Right. They're like, oh, we yeah. need this much to to tell the story, and that's it. And you're like, oh, wow, that was amazing. I keep thinking, <laughs> is that an Amazon thing, though? That know. they're demanding it be at least an hour or close to no, an hour? No, because um, Homecoming, I didn't watch season two of Homecoming, but Homecoming season one had uh, Julia Roberts, and it was from um, a guy who did um, Mr. Robot. Um, right. And it was a decent show, um, but most of those episodes were 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a 30-minute show because a couple of them were in the 40s. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know. So, just, Amazon Prime is always show. weird like that. It is very strange. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. I don't I don't know about you guys. Have you guys warmed up to Amazon Prime in general? It's it takes me time. Um I I'm actually watching you I just finished Utopia, but it's because I've been watching the boys and I'm like, oh, Utopia. Yeah. I guess I should watch that. And it was actually pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh I mean I've had a I have a Fire TV stick, so it's an Amazon based app or a you know whatever thing and um so i've had prime for a while it's one of my least favorites but i don't dislike it i guess i just feel like the the format of the the whole thing is i find it confusing and hard to use i'm just gonna say it 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 is and this is why i bring it up because i've seen a couple movies on amazon prime no issues um it's always the shows the tv shows where it has the issues Mm -hmm. and number one it's obnoxious i know the boys is a big show but the first tile in every every row, every, the first four rows, it's the boys, the boys, the boys, the boys. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, was too much with this excessive advertising. And then yeah, the other no, thing I'm is, the other thing is, I like I said, I've never seen the show up until a couple days ago. But for some reason, it started me at at season two. Oh, I hate that. And then it's I, confusing. No, 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 no. I chose. Oh, I, chose I knew it. it. Oh, okay. I knew specifically. Okay, it's gonna want me to start at season two. Because that's what they're promoting. I'm like, no, choose yeah. it. Season one, go back. Episode one. Episode one didn't load up. Oh. So it automatically jumped to episode one of season, season two. two? Oh. And it started doing the recap. I was like, no, 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 no. Oh, I what hate the that. heck are you doing? That happens to me all the time. Like any any series on Prime that has more than one season. Yeah. It always starts you at the last season. And you're like, what? Yeah. I, how does this make any sense? So I'm gonna watch this backwards. Is that what you want? But it jumped an entire <laughs> season, though. That's not. Good. It's so weird. That's so the first good. thing I see of this show ever was Huey holding no. cut off arms, going oh, Robin. No, I was like, what that's, the heck? That's what makes. Oh. Well, oh, okay. Don't feel too bad though, because that was in a lot of the commercial trailers. Oh, okay. And, oh, that's why I stayed uh, away from it, though. And I never saw right. those. Yeah. I remember reading about what the boys was going to be about. And I actually mentioned this on one of our podcasts a long time ago. And I was excited about it. And then I saw a trailer and then I was like, meh. Then I saw another trailer and I was like, I don't think I'm going to watch it. And Mm -hmm. then there was like one final trailer before the week before it started. And I'm like, yeah, I'll watch the trailer. And then I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. Um, Because that trailer focused on all all the other stuff was just showing like how brutal they are. But that mm. final trailer showed um, Huey and Starlight. And I'm like, okay. okay, it's actually something to root for. Um, and then I gave it a shot, and then I loved it. But, um, yeah, well, I thought the promotional, I mean, Amazon's promotional stuff is annoying. It's always annoying. That is true. Yeah. And that's 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 part of my main issues with uh, Amazon Prime <laughs> in general. And it's just, I don't know. I don't see, I'll, I'll watch Utopia, I'll give it a shot, but I don't see that many shows of theirs that's worth watching. I can tell you no. right now, because I finished it, it's definitely worth watching. It actually surprised me. But that's two mm-hmm. shows. 
out of how many that they make. I know. Yeah, I watched I a couple know. of their shows, like Man of the High Castle, but it was like, meh. I felt the same way about Tick. And then before I got finished with the first season, they said, it's canceled. I'm like, oh, okay, oh, so okay. why should I keep watching? And and I think Utopia is on hold, but it's because of the, it's it's basically about a pandemic. Nah. <laughs> so, you know what it is? You know what it is? Huh. Um, Prime is too much like, it's the streaming service version of network television. Yep. Yeah, like, it is. Shows now the boys aren't is not, but like I watch um I watch Jack Ryan. I'll keep watching when it comes to the new seasons. I'll watch it. Jack Ryan is basically network television yep. quality. Uh, pass. <laughs> kind of like man, the High Castle network television yeah. quality. Like I can say Utopia didn't feel that way. It felt it felt like the boys. Ooh, I, Undone. I liked yeah. Undone. Undone was good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Um, there, there's a few on there that I've watched. Mainly, I watch oh, documentaries. Good really good. Which but one? See, good Omens was. Good Omens done. was good. Oh, yeah, wow. that was good. I never saw it, but I'm, I'll still have it on my list. But like, oh, it seems. Like that one. Yeah, it, it seems like their focus though is more on movies. Yeah, making Amazon movies and not really TV shows. I think The Boys is the first like standout hit, right? That they've had of uh, Prime Originals. Well, and they have right. the marvelous Miss, Mrs. Maisel, which Jackie likes, and that's that pretty high. Of, that feels like Mad Men, huh? Marvelous Mrs. Maisel gets a lot of awards attention. Yeah, yeah. Golden Globes and Emmys and such. And, and the acting's good. You can tell it's high budget. Mm-hmm. Um, you can tell they care about it. But yeah, you're right. There's not a lot. Yeah, um, it still seems limited, and I don't know. Just the the movies that they decide to make on there, even if they don't come to Prime first. Like uh, Manchester by the Sea, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh wow! Like this is incredible. This is like theatrical quality, obviously, since they're putting in a theater. Like those right. movies, I'm always like, kind of surprised that they're from Amazon Studios. Right. Like I think that that is their main focus, and I mean, it's cool to have the boys break through. Right. With uh, such quality, but yeah, it I kind of got that feeling from everything else. It's just like network television. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. That's me. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you, James. We got to talk about it. What they canceled Quo. I know. I uh, uh, I think Josh, you were the first to alert me to the goal, yeah. the the Glow cancellation, and they also canceled uh, Teenage Bounty Hunters. Yep. And um, what was the other one that we liked? I'm not okay with. I'm this. I'm not okay with this, which I'm not okay with. This they canceled. is, and it's all because of the same thing because they don't want to hold their contracts. For these people, the cast and crew, during COVID. Yep. They don't want to shoot during the, a pandemic, which is fair enough. Right. But they can't hold this stuff, at least that's what they're saying, from a business perspective. So they're just giving up on it. The fourth season of Glow already got greenlit. It was already, they already shot an episode. I was, getting, I was getting excited for that. Yeah. And they just like, no, we're not going to go back. We're just going to, we're just going to kill it. That, like... With all the cancellations with Netflix, that's really narrowing down my list of reasons I want to watch Netflix. Yeah. It's getting to me, yeah. man. Yeah. <sighs> Same yeah. with you, Josh? Um, what'd you say? Same with you? Yeah, I mean, I haven't watched Glow, um, but I will say, like, Netflix is, it's it's hit or miss. Like, uh, I don't watch it a ton anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, this time of year, I think they put out some, you know, definitely award bait movies mm-hmm. uh, and so but those are only like once or month or something like that um and it's only this time of year yeah so um it's one of these where i might just go to like you know only pay for it when i want to use it and just keep canceling and restarting my service um uh, right. because yeah it's just it's hit or miss like I, i'm like i definitely want to watch I, I watch the devil all the time with mm-hmm. tom hall which was all right. It, it uh, the acting was good. Yeah. Uh, and then I wa- I'm going to watch the trial of Chicago Seven when that comes out in like a week or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Are you going to watch was- Hubby Halloween? <laughs> I did. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, as long as you don't watch Cuties, James. No. Oh no no no. <laughs> yeah. Charlie watched the entire thing. I couldn't. Yeah. Oh no, I can't. Yeah. This is wild. I mean, I know it sounds kind of hypocritical because our last freaking episode was off of Ratchet, which is on Netflix. Yeah. 
but it just doesn't give me any hope for their original series anymore that they're going to continue with any of them. Yeah, you know? I was I wasn't interested in Ratchet at all. So like it was surprisingly. You know good. what, Josh? That... Knowing what you like, you'll like that because it's it's not American Horror Story. It's well, I'm not it's... scared of it. It's no, just, no, 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 no. No, I'm not saying that. It's taking on this like Hitchcock vibe that i didn't think it was gonna have like it's got this classic hitchcock feeling to it with a modern twist and i loved it i was shocked (laughs) i mean for one episode josh you'll be hooked that's that's the most accurate depiction Mm -hmm. uh description of ratchet so but but i mean netflix turned into like oh i'm excited for these original this original content to now i'm at the point where like okay i can't get too connected to a show i can't get too attached to a show because if it's good they'll take it away and i can't go with (laughs) what's popular now based off of netflix's top 10 because half that is crap it is and so it's just been like i'll be looking for a movie like oh i wonder if it's on netflix hey it's on netflix i'll watch it right it's nothing to do with any of the original content they just happen to have the license for that thing i'm trying to see now i could tell you i'm watching the haunting of uh bly manor Mm -hmm. very good Mm -hmm very good and we binged it and we stayed up a little too late and that's why i'm tired right now oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i think it'll be interesting to see where people flock to with all these streaming services and, oh. it, and it could just fluctuate you know depending on the time of year it seems like uh, disney plus is really trying to focus on like the holiday season Oh, I know. Like November, Already. December. Yeah. No, no, yeah. I mean like that's when they put yeah. out their content. Right, right. They're like main content like The Mandalorian is, I believe, November. Yep. WandaVision is rumored to be December. Um, uh-huh. And they did kind of the same thing last year when it launched. So maybe it's just we're going through the lull of Netflix right now until they have something more worthwhile to watch. Uh, maybe. Right. I don't know. Maybe well, some more stuff will wanna... go to HBO. They want to win Best Picture at the Oscars. So that's yeah. like this time of year, they're going to be focused on that. Yeah. Um, and um, I, I want to know, we don't have to talk about this too much right now. Maybe do another show sometime. But I know James's thoughts on it. Did, have you seen, Robert, um, I'm Thinking of Ending Things? Oh, gosh. Charlie Kaufman. Yes, yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. Did you like it? Yes. Um, yeah. Charlie Kaufman I, I, is not the best director of his um subject matter but right. this is his most like like this is like where he's really shown properly shown his vision yeah so i i really enjoyed it i did too yeah james didn't like it it's okay it's, weird. it's fine it's too... it was too weird for me and slow <laughs> yeah that's no, a, that's I, a I charlie kaufman movie. Yeah. i was captivated by the dialogue i understand why people find it slow yeah there's a lot of people do, not just james but uh and the acting the four leads were just well, two leads and the two supporting, uh, Tony Collette and, and David Thewlis. But man, the acting was just fantastic all yeah. around. Oh yeah. So you're you're smelling Oscar. You're smelling no, an Oscar. It, I no? think it's too goofy. It was too goofy for uh, it. Not goofy. Goofy's not the word. It's okay. too polarizing. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. There's so many people that feel the way you do, James. Like I've. Because I kind of just follow different film communities on like Instagram and stuff. But the Academy some, doesn't feel some, the way I do. Like this is terrible. Well, so, so I th- I think you both have have a point, and I think it's probably not going to win anything major because of when it was released. One, and the right. other thing is Charlie Kaufman's scripts usually get nominated or awarded, but not yeah. the picture mm. or the director themselves. Mm. Right. So I'm thinking it'll probably win for best screenplay because it is a very heady, very deep movie. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it'll get director nominated or best picture I think nominated. It, I think it could get nominated for a screenplay. I don't think it'll win. And I think Jesse Buckley was needs to be nominated. I don't think she will be. I think Tony Collette might be nominated. For mm-hmm. supporting, yeah. Yeah, because there's been a lot of talk about her I mean, she's been nominated once, but that was back what six cents, like back in ninety nine, um, and a lot of people wanted her nominated for Hereditary and are still annoyed that she wasn't. Uh, no, she she didn't deserve it for that. Right. Well, and I'm with you on that. But, but, <laughs> but they wanted her. That's what he's saying. Behind her and who she is, yeah. and her performance was stellar. 
Yeah. Uh, I bet she'll. I, I'd be surprised if she wasn't nominated, but I don't think she'll win. Yeah. yeah. It will be interesting to see the award season. Um, what is it? February of next year. Um, yeah. I think also going into that, I think that's why Disney announced. I think just yesterday that their next Pixar movie, Soul. Oh, is yeah. just going to go to Disney Plus, so right. they're still getting it released in time for award season. That makes right. sense. No extra thirty dollars crap like Mulan. No, oh, thank right. Disney which, Plus, which shows to me that failed. Yes, yes. They're not going to do it again already. It it failed. Yeah, I hope so. I really do too. I tell you what, I might pay two extra dollars, Disney. If yeah. if 30. I hear it's good, if I hear it's good, <laughs> I might. <laughs> if I hear it's just meh. If I'm going to watch yeah. it from my house, I'll be paying two extra dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right well cool well i guess last real quick i'll just i'll just hit on it because we're about to end and i don't want to go talk too much and i don't want to give you guys spoilers but i live in a state where i can go to movie theaters and i did see tenet um i loved it wow. there are a lot of people like the complaints against it are the audio mm-hmm. because christopher nolan has been do- known to do that like interstellar mm-hmm. and stuff where like the sound effects are over top of the dialogue. And I think part of that plays into what theater you saw it in. And the mm. theater I saw it in wasn't as nice. So um, I didn't really have a problem with the audio. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple times where the dialogue is a little bit hard to understand, but I didn't, I don't know, I was okay with that. Um, the other complaint is some people are too confused about what's going on. Mm. Uh, and I can understand that, but I didn't feel it. Like okay. I, to- I, I was following along. It's one of these things where a lot of it is over your head and you're going to have to watch it more than once to get it. Yeah. Uh, but some of the stuff I look online about, they're confused about. I'm like, wait, how are you confused about that? Like that made sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is such a mind blowing thing. There's we a, live in confusing uh, times. Oh man. The movies, <laughs> it, it is, it's insane. He is such, he's such a smart guy. Like, Wow. And it comes across in his movies. Um, and do I? I felt this way. I don't know about you guys, but I remember in theaters watching Inception ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Fight in the hallway. I was oh, like, I love that. as it was happening, I'm like, this is one of the best fight scenes I've ever seen. Yep, like it's so cool. Oh, so I still think so. Yeah. Oh yeah, I still think so. Um, there's a fight in Tenet that um, I, I was thinking this is this is comparable, but also like after watching the movie. The more I would think about it, and, and it, which will make sense once you see the movie, but like, uh, it might be the best I've seen. Like, wow. even topping that, like because of because of how brilliant it is. Like the not just the choreography, but the, even just the thought behind it. Which I'm not gonna, I don't want to okay. give any kind of spoilers at all. Um, but the the brilliance of it, it's just it's so it's so awesome. It's such a smart movie, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's it's up there. I mean, it's it's. It's up there with some of his best. I mean, it's some people don't like it as much, but I, I love it. It was really good. I mean, the so. people that that are confused by it, it just sounds like the same issues that people have with any Christopher Nolan movie. Yep. Like, yeah. they're just trying to go for mindless action. They're not trying to right. go for something deeper than that. No independent. Well, I will say, I, I feel like this is his hardest to understand. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. well I, I don't know. Interstellar was kind of... Maybe Interstellar might have been a more, I don't know. It's tough. It's because, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not as simple. Um, but there are even like movie people, like not just, not the goofballs, but like true cinema fans who are confused by it. And I just, I don't get that. Um, but it, it's, yeah, it's, it's going to mess with your head. Like, <laughs> and it's totally, I need to watch it again. Um, and even though movie theaters are open here, they're they're like I was gonna see it again last weekend, but I was gonna go at like nine o'clock. But all the showings it ended before eight, because wow. um, they're not open as much because people aren't going as much. Yeah. Uh, and when I first saw it, it was I think the week it came out. It was a Friday night, and there was me and my friend and like one other person in the theaters, which was just insane. Wow. Uh, the parking lot was like wow. empty. Um, but it was good to be back in the movie theaters. So we wouldn't know. We wouldn't. Yeah, know. <laughs> our governor is not very, not very yeah. bright. And now, if the governor of California opens up theaters for whatever reason, then magically our theaters will be open because right. that's just what happens. That style biter governor of ours. 
Well, and that's what the, the <laughs> tough thing is. Tenet knew. Tenet got to a point where they they wanted it to be a universal opening, but then they gave up and they said, we're just going to do a sporadic opening of whatever's open. Yeah. Uh, so it's doing well overseas. And the only reason it's not doing well here is because um, the two biggest markets is New York and L.A. And right. they're still closed. Yep. And once they open up, then Tenet will be like one of the first things showing and it will start making more money here again. Right. Uh, plus people are just, as I said, even here, it was um, Pennsylvania, Maryland area. It, you know, it was it was the dead movie theater. So even though it's open, people are still hesitant for, for whatever reason. Uh, Yet the gyms but, are packed and Lowe's is packed. Yeah. You know. Hmm. It's totally worth it. It's totally, it was safe, you know, especially because not a lot of people are in there. Uh, but whenever it opens, go see Tenet. Don't wait. Because it's, it's a big screen movie for sure. Cool. Nice. I cool. Hope, I hope we get to see it in theaters with horror Blu-ray. I yeah. hope so too, man. Yeah. I really do. Only time yeah. will tell. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's good to hear. I I was a little worried because yeah, you don't hear of that many people talking about Tenant. So I'm like, did it just come and go? Was it not as good as people were hoping? No, uh, it's genius. It's I think it's too over the head of people. Yeah. Uh, but if you really think, like when I was talking to my friend who saw it, we took we were texting a couple of days later, and both of us were like, the more we think about, it, the more we like it. Like it's just, it takes a while to to get all of what he did, and I still didn't get it all. You know, it's going to take a couple of viewings. Um, but see, that's a cool thing. Like that's cool. Yeah, that's a good thing. No, I, I agree. Yeah. That's what I did with Inception. It took me a second, a second viewing in theater too. Jack and I went yeah. again, just because it was so cool and well, absorb and Memento, it a little more. <laughs> yeah, Memento's that way, you know. Yeah. And it's just like his to get the depth of it. It's not just like a dumb Michael Bay, Fast and Furious type thing, you know. It's not one dimensional. <laughs> yeah. And uh, John David Washington, oh my gosh. I can't wait to see him in more stuff. I just saw he signed on for the new David O. Russell movie. And like, I mean, I liked him in Black Klansman, but I am, I'm a fan now through and through. He was so good in the movie. Um, And there were a couple times where it was just like, you definitely hit his voice or something he did in mannerism was like, oh yeah, that's Denzel's son for sure. (laughs) Uh, But man, he was such a good lead. Like, I'm really glad that. Uh, Nolan casted him like he just fit the part so well very cool yeah right. and yeah Robert Pattinson I'll, I'll stop gushing in a second <laughs> but Robert Pattinson is in this career resurrection phase right now I mean he was really good in Devil All the Time he's really good in Tenet um, and I, I don't I haven't really heard a lot of discussion about this so it probably won't happen but I think he could get a supporting actor nomination in Tenet hmm. but and then The Lighthouse which I have you seen that yet, Robert? Lighthouse? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> yeah, I love that movie. He's so good in that. Well, I mean, Willem Dafoe is even better, but uh, Robert Pattinson's so great in that movie. Oh, that was awesome. I, I was very surprised at what he could do. Yeah. That was a, I mean, that was a challenging film, not just for us to oh, watch, geez. but for them to perform right. in that kind of psychotic movie. Like, that, right. was, that was awesome. You're fond of me, lobster. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, I love that movie. Oh, crazy. Yeah. All right. Cool. That's all. We're good, I guess. Uh, this concludes this episode of Nerding Daily. I don't know what we're going to talk about next. We'll find something. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.